Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313 Radical now. That's area code 313 Radical. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage. While also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. Where moreover, my main mission is to keep you out of divorce courts. And where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day. While also helping me understand marriage and courting, not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 116th episode, the Holy Lover series continues with category number three of Making Love Mastery, plus live calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. Again, getting that cue at 313Radical or call in studio.com slash Radical1 for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Quote of the day. So let's do this. So I'm going to put my glasses on too so I can see a little bit better. (laughs) So, quote, to be an infallible lover, the first thing you must recognize that sex is and must always be holy. It must make you holy. It must make your beloved holy. It must lead you to him who is holy. End quote. Gregory Popchak, PhD, book, Holy Sex, A Catholic Guide to Toe Curling, Mind-Blowing, Infallible Love. Bam. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Okay, so we are back in. So getting the calls and the calls in that queue. If you're having intimacy problems in your marriage, don't know how to solve them, this is the perfect show to get a live call in to get help with your specific situation. Um, 
again, uh, you don't have to give your name because I know uh, making love mastery can be a little sensitive. But hey, we all grown folks here. But we have to, um, we have to. These are things we have to discuss. A little sensitive these next couple of weeks because making love mastery is a sensitive subject because you know everybody's kind of three two faced when it comes when it comes to sex. You know, uh, we are most of us are disordered when it comes to sex. We don't really understand what sex really is, what intimacy really is. All of what we see, we were we weren't taught anything about it really, or kind of what we learned in pornography or in the streets or at school, at public school or Catholic school or wherever we went to school at. And really things are just kind of all over the place. But one thing that you must understand as in that quote, sex is holy and it must lead you to him who is holy. And if you don't really understand that part right there, then you will probably be doing a lot of crazy stuff that you don't even have to do as you will see over these next few uh, episodes. Well, it's going to be like 13 14 episodes that we're going to cover making love mastery because today we're going to cover the general holy lover gifts uh, of making love mastery. Uh, but Thea will, will do shows that will cover specifically each gift on its own and go just a little deeper in that into that. Um, understand the question must always be, are you a holy lover? The man God created you to be, the husband your wife needs. A lot of people don't really understand why I call it that. I call it that because that is what it is. You as a husband, it is your job to bestow all of the love, the holiness, and um, um, the things upon your wife that she can stand. You want to love her so hard that she has no, she has no, she's cloudy in her brain. What's going on? Who is this man that I have? I can't believe I have this great husband who loves me, who cherishes me, who gives me all that I am, who makes me feel like I'm number one in the world every single day. He holds me. He kisses me. He loves me. That is the kind of love that a holy lover bestows through prayer, through suffering, through sacrifice. He sacrifices for his wife, for God, for his children. He gives everything that he is as a man. He is the lamb in his family. And once you understand that, gentlemen, your family life becomes a lot less stressful. <laughs> it really does. But the problem is we're broken. We're disordered. We have a lot of concupiscence going on, and we, it takes a lot for us to really get it. But once we get it, we're very smart men and husbands. And once we get it, though, boy, it's, it's on then. So are you a holy lover? Does your beloved deserve any less? Is your mission to become the man God created you to be? Do you understand your role, your duty as a husband in marriage? Is your marriage thriving, prosperous, peaceful, full of the Holy Spirit? Or is it lackluster, passionless, void of intimacy? Are you and your beloved one flesh? Do you avoid each other like the plague? Do you go along to get along just to get peace in your home? Do you want more, crave more, hunger for more, but just don't understand how to get it? Does your marriage lack greatness? Well, I can help you because in these next few gifts, 13 to be exactly, we are going to cover a lot of these things that is the coup de gras of intimacy and what it means, what it means through God and what it means as a husband in order that you give your wife everything that she deserves as your beloved and the mother of your children. In fact, I experienced many of the above questions in my life. I didn't understand what I was supposed to accomplish on this earth. I had a family, a wife didn't realize my purpose where I was supposed to be more important where I was headed. Did any of you feel like that? Not to mention how to leave my to even leave them there. So I did what everyone else did. I chased Almighty Dollar. I pursued careers. I tried much passion to fill my empty gut with things such as sex, stuff, and distractions. None of it worked. I required something more. There had to be more. There must be something more. And your mission is that by the grace of God, more did present itself. I stopped allowing myself to become distracted with the lure of society and its pleasures. I decided to rise and search for the truth of my life. Moreover, what 
that meant for me and my family. There had to be more to this life than a mere 100 years, then we die. This logic made no sense and shouldn't make any sense to you either. My mission of this episode and beyond is to get you to elevate yourself, to rise to a meaningless and great existence, to a meaningful great existence. Furthermore, to realize every decision, every thought, every action you take means something in your life and in your universe and in the universe of your children and your family and your wife, your marriage, your beloved, your children. They are depending on you to lead them to greatness and to eternity. I would hope that you men try your best to understand that, that you are the, the catalyst to this whole thing. You are. Without you, I told a man yesterday, look, dude, you're it. You are the one. You are the catalyst. And without you, this ain't going to work. Okay? More important, to help them reach their full potential as members of the kingdom of God. In our homes as men, we are called to provide an environment that psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually that our children and our wife can thrive. That is our job, okay? Um, can we do this? Will we fail? Are we the men for the mission? We have to be because, my friend, there's no one else. If you follow the attributes, then decide you want more for your marriage as well as your children and yourself than just a meager one years of existence, then I ask you sacrifice yourself, your wants, every desire and benefit of Jesus Christ and your beloved. It's very hard to sacrifice. It is. It's very hard to know that I'm going through this suffering and I, I want to be out of it. But the more you embrace suffering, I don't say like it, the more you embrace it, then the less it becomes effective, it, it more less it becomes effective in your life. It draws you closer to God, which helps you serve Jesus Christ, your wife and your children, your family even better. Okay. Um. Become a man of courage and embrace it in service of our Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, give your life away for something far greater than yourself. As men, we will never be fulfilled as men until we give our life away, until we give our life away for something greater than ourselves, and we pursue that every day. Okay, once again, become your wife's hero. Once again, become the husband she needs. Once again, become the man of her dreams. I plead with you, become the man God created you to be. In essence, become a holy lover, okay? It's not something that you can accomplish in the year. As this says, this is something I created, and I'm really going over it because I want you to understand that it's a process, that you can't become this great husband and this great man overnight. But if you do and you get rid of your humility, you have perseverance, you have patience and discipline, you will become that of what you are asked for. I ask every man in my program, what is your dream for your marriage? What is your dream? What does your dream marriage look like? What does it look like? You have to start to understand what that is and then start to move toward it. I implore you to lean on prayer and the Holy Spirit to help guide you. You cannot become great, holy, a saint without our Lord. It's impossible. And again, we are here. Um, let me see. Huh. We must embrace this category of making love mastery. Why? Because in the next few weeks, again, we're going to, I think it's going to take probably, well, sometime I put interviews in between and stuff. But it's going to be a couple of weeks that we talk mainly about intimacy. Um, so get ready for that for that ride, man. It's going to be a great one. So that being said, let's get on to uh, we're going to cover six of the gifts today of the make a love category. And then we're going to cover the seven tomorrow. But we're just like I said, it's just going to be a general description of each one. And, and we will only cover them very briefly, but enough to get you to understand why this category is very important. Um, I must ask that if you have any kids, like you probably don't want to get any kids like less than 16 years old that's listening. You probably don't want them listening. Um, the reason why is because it's not as it's going to be nasty or or disrespectful, nothing like that or um, unholy. It's just that, you know, sometimes if you, you know, you really don't want young kids probably you might not want young kids to hear about certain things in the sexual realm. Um, 
So after the break, we will go into uh, what I've promised and we will get into intimacy, its meaning and the great category of Make Your Love Mastery, which will help you and get you on the way to becoming a world-class lover in the eyes of God and your beloved. And we will be right back. Bam! If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Okay, okay, so the question is, why is intimacy so important? Why does Jerry say sex is the second most important thing in your marriage? Let's don't get it twisted. It is because it maintains and helps build intimacy. It does. It keeps a closeness with you and your wife, especially if you do it the proper way and you cultivate intimacy instead of eroticism in your life, in your marriage, in your bedroom you and your wife will be very close and it will be hard to split you apart. It will be hard for Satan to interfere in between you guys, especially when you call to, when you couple that with prayer and the sacraments and the church and Christ our Lord, you will see that these two things together with you understanding what a real man is and how to be a man that draws your wife to you. You will see how all of these things will cultivate your intimacy and the best friend concept and understanding what that means and how being friends and great friends increases your intimacy instead of just being a body to each other to fulfill a need. Um, and so with that being said, we're going to get started. <laughs> so let me see, make sure I got to go. So love making is an art. Do not get it twisted. It is an art, a gift from the father of his divine love for the married couple. God created sex. So when people look at sex as dirty or nasty or, um, you know, we shouldn't be talking about it with a husband and wife and all that kind of stuff, that is totally ludicrous. It's totally ludicrous. God created sex to help us procreate, to help the couple bond and to grow closer to him. Remember, every time that you and your wife make love, you are renewing your marriage vows. And this helps you to understand how important that love, uh, the art of lovemaking is in your life. For this reason, abusing it or treating it as merely another daily action that we do to relieve ourselves of stresses will not work in the long run. Why? Because it will help, it will our wife will start not to really get into it. Um, it has to be something special. And even if you make love every day, it, it, it's, spe it, it's special every day. Okay. Um, this gift that God has given us is our greatest power as a man. In fact, it's our superpower. Although with this power comes great responsibility as with Superman or Spider-Man, you must understand your power. If you've listened to this podcast over the last week or so, I talk a lot, talked, I've talked a lot about our power as men, and this is one of them. Intimacy, the greatness of it, how to use it and not be selfish. 
you know, and once we use it properly and not sleeping with other women and doing all these things that bond us to other women besides our wife, remember, every woman that we as a man make love to, we're bonded to that woman for the rest of our life. You are chemically and emotionally. It is. It's the truth, you know, um, and once we this is why as men, we have to be careful because we have this power of creating life. Of, of bonding to a woman and to getting her to basically do whatever we want her to do. Believe it or not, you your power as a man is very, very dynamic and it's extraordinary. If you think about it in these kind of ways that, you know, if this is why God, Jesus Christ, calls us to control ourselves as men. Because if we don't control ourselves physically, if we don't control ourselves spiritually and emotionally, we will wreak havoc and damage up on our society and our environment. Okay. So we must, we may use our special gift in proper fashion as well as in the best interest of others. Now, what are those interests further to further the creation of man, which is of course, everybody knows that one next be an example of the man followed by building a legendary marriage last to love your beloved so deep as to become one flesh in service of your family and in service of God. Why do I always say in service of your family and service of God? That's how important intimacy is. Why? Because intimacy builds closeness with you and your wife. You bring God to your bedroom. Then you grow closer to God. Then what happens is you and your wife show this amazingly love for each other outside your bedroom to your children, to your parents, to your sisters, to your friends, to your environment, in your church, in your environment. And you become an example of what holiness in marriage is supposed to be. Isn't that great? Of course it is. And this is why it's important that we stop trashing our marriages and start building them up to mean something. Okay. Last. Um, and if we can, if our children can see that we are building a great marriage and we are, we love our wife and our wife loves us, we are each other's beloved, we are one flesh, then our children want to create that. They want to create that in their marriages. Why do kids still get married even when their, their, their parents screw up their marriage and get divorced? Because we are ordered to be together, not be alone. We are ordered to be with someone in marriage. Not just hanging out and shacking up. No. This is why people still get married. Even though they see all the mess out here, they get married anyway because they have that hope of this is something that we create together and live a life together and create a great life. Okay? And this is what I'm asking you to do. Change your view of sex. Change your view of the mental embrace of the holy caress of intimacy and whatever you want to call it. Lose all that stuff that you know and gain the real knowledge of what intimacy is supposed to be in life, in your marriage, and in, in, in union with God. Um, these these benefits, these interests become um, these interests benefit something greater than ourselves, which is the mission of every husband. In essence, to give his life away a little each day. Right now, our arrogance is probably itching and saying, "What can this?" Fat, bald-headed black dude with glasses tell me about sex. <laughs> what can he what can he tell me? Well, I hate to say it, I can tell you a lot. So this is my friend, is evil knocking at our door. It's our pride, it's our mission, our failure. We will fail. We have to listen because you are learning goodness and wholeness in the gift of sacrifice. The evil one knows marriage is the heart of the universe. Without marriage, God's mission of reuniting all of his children with him in heaven requires much more suffering. Again, I must get you to realize every action, every decision that we make in this life means something in time. This includes the Father's plan for his church. Those last two statements can be hard to accept because we are broken. We aren't a banker, a janitor, a businessman, a doctor, an entrepreneur, a professor, or a teacher, or a criminal. We are none of those things. We are a Christian soldier. We are men of God. We are important. Furthermore, our actions and decisions influence our environment as well as God's plan for the universe and his church. Accept it. Embrace it. Live up to the honor you've been given. Be, are you worthy of those children and that wife that God has given you? Are you? This is how you start to analyze that. 
Okay. We now have a purpose and a mission, so let's get it on. So I bring to you Making Love Mastery the Gist. Again, we will cover six of them today and seven of them tomorrow in a general fashion. Gift 21. A holy lover understands he must at all times sacrifice his wants and desires for that of his beloved during the holy caress. Boom. You are the giver. Your wife is the receiver. Givers give with joyous giving. Your beloved has a grand gift she's offering you. Indeed, you must realize the importance of this offering. In essence, she is offering you a doorway into her soul, her union with you and the Father. So every time, remember, man, when you and your wife make love, it's it, it's not really like you. It's not the same with for each of you. Her is different. It's it's more deep. It's more um, it's it's a soul thing. It's a it's a, a phys, it's a emotional and psychological thing for her. It's a fulfillment in her womanhood. It's not like us men. It's different. It's deep for us too. Don't get me wrong, but it's different. And why? Because women are receivers. And when we make love and we we start to act like making love is just a something. It's just something that we do to have fun or pleasure. Don't get me wrong. I know I'm not stupid. I know. That the marital embrace is fun. It's it's pleasurable. It's supposed to be, you know, but it's it's also deeper than that. That you must understand what you are, what you are implementing onto your wife, what you are giving her every single time that you guys engage in the marital embrace. It's so important for her. This is why women that they can't. It takes them a long time, even when they're abused and physically abused in a marriage with a man. Even if a man cheats on her at the beginning, she will stay. She will forgive you. She will do all these things because she doesn't want to lose you. Why? Because she is bonded to you. And when a wife is bonded to you, a woman is bonded to you, it's very hard to get rid of them. You have to, it has to be years and you have to do almost kill them to get rid of them. But most guys, we know that instinctively, but we don't really realize that, that we are that person that does that, right? So when I say you must understand intimacy and how it works within within marriage, you must understand that first off, man, it is something that your wife it is more for her because she is a receiver, and when so that that says it all that she's received all the everything you give her during that session. She is is special to her. It's it's everything to her at that time. This is why. When we don't allow her to um, come to coition and have a um, have a sexual peak, we're being selfish. And 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 she after a while she knows it, but she loves it so much she'll accept it for a while. In essence, our our wife, when we make love, is offering you a doorway to her soul, her union with you as the father. She's offering you her complete and total self. Women understand that they have a gift. It's a gift. And you, as her husband, must understand that, that every time my wife gives herself to me, that's what she's doing. She's giving herself to you, which means what? That is a gift. I do it voluntarily. Okay? She is laying it on the line for us, for you, your beloved, her beloved husband. She is yours. You are hers now and forever. More important, each time your beloved engage in the holy caress, you're renewing your sacred and holy vows as an, on your wedding day. Try to keep this thought in forefront of your mind. This memory will serve you well. How do you sacrifice your wants, desires, and service of your beloved? First, you end your pleasure-seeking attitude, which means complete focus on her at all times. Never again should you ever think about yourself in the bedroom. Never. It's, it's, first of all, it's fruitless. Is, is meaningless because you are a giver. You are a giver, dude. That Think of it like that. I am giving my wife as much love as she can handle, as much love to make her desire me. You want passion and fire in your marriage again? Then you've got to start that mindset, okay? Uh, number one, you never under any circumstances lose your cool before your beloved has had at least one sexual peak. So when I say sexual peak, okay, because people get crazy and start acting weird when you start talking about orgasm. So 
That's what I mean. Sexual peak. Um, you say climax too much. People get all weird and stuff because we're disordered. So I'm going to say sexual peak so that we can all be on the same page. Okay. When I say lose your cool, that means ejaculate. If I say lose control, that means ejaculate. Okay. So we can get all over that. Okay. Now, um, is is never under any circumstances should we as a husband lose 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 our cool, lose control before our beloved has had at least one sexual peak. This standard is the minimum. Your beloved needs many more than in fact, okay? Resulting in her complete satisfaction, which I call the gift of 10. So it's important that we understand that one sexual peak for our wife is the minimum. That is not going to fulfill her as a woman. That's not going to have her make her have deep, deep love for you. That's not going to get rid of all her inhibitions and all these things, her past pain that we'll go over later. But it will at least give her a sense that you do care. Okay. So next, gift 22. A holy lover understands his beloved's monthly cycle as well as how her body works and responds to the marital embrace during different times of the month. This knowledge is vital. So when I talk about your wife's monthly cycle, I mean her period, just so we're on the same page. And also, if your wife is in menopause, it's kind of this. It's, it's kind of listen to me in the same thing, okay? Because these two things are kind of the same. They're very, very different, but the mindset is kind of the same as you as a husband. You must understand your wife's monthly menstrual cycle when it is, when it happens, how long it is, when it's coming. You must understand your wife is in menopause because it affects her sexual drive. She's losing her hormones. She doesn't understand a lot of things are going on. It's painful and all these kind of things. And love thing around your wife's menstrual cycle, too. It's painful sometimes. And you as a man got to understand a lot of times if your wife turns you down for sex, it's really she is really telling the truth that it's painful or something hurts. And that's always joke around with women. There's always something wrong with them. There's <laughs> always something wrong with them. My wife, I'll be telling her the same thing. There's always something wrong with you. <laughs> so that being said, this knowledge is vital. You ought to have an accurate idea when your wife's menstrual cycle is approaching. Why? This is important because your wife's genitalia is more recept- receptive or more tender to the marital embrace, depending on what stage your monthly cycle is in. This may seem unnecessary, but it's not. She will approach you different. She will allow different penetration depths. These are a few of many details you as a holy lover should understand. This intimate conversation is important to have. The insight is powerful and a must, or you will blame her for things such as rejection or not being in the mood, and this isn't the case. Things need to be perceived a little different, and it's important that we understand that we've got to start talking. If you are in a situation where you and your wife are in a mediocre marriage, you're in a good marriage, a great marriage, like from up, you must learn that you've got to talk about intimacy. You've got to talk about it. Stop talking about all the stupid stuff in your life about dumb videos and and all this stuff that don't mean nothing and start talking about things that mean things in your marriage and and if if sex and emotional closeness is the most important thing for your wife don't you think your auto might talk about it sometimes <laughs> and have a and have a a fulfilling important you know um gratuitous conversation about it why because then you guys then you can start a lot of because a, a, a lot of times sex into resentment builds up around intimacy a lot right you know she turned me down she won't she 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 has sex with me for a month or she has sex with me for a week or a day or whatever and me and we get very because our ego is very fragile when it comes to intimacy and so we get you know we start feeling resentment over time not the first couple of times, but we all, as a, if you're a husband, you a man, you know what I'm talking about. You know, women don't really understand that rejecting us as our her husband, it really builds up resentment, deep resentment too. But turn her down one time, oh my God, you think the darn, the darn planet was going to end. <laughs> you think the universe is going to explode. <laughs> they can turn you down all day long but you can't turn them down not one time <laughs> you know how i know i tried it <laughs> but look so and it's important that we have conversations about intimacy about sex we we must it's a must 
And you don't have to. And then also, you know, learn what the church is asking about sex. The, the theology of the body is kind of complicated. But there are people like Christopher West and other people that, and, and me too, that we can, we kind of, you know, kind of bring it down a little bit to help us understand things about better. You know, you know, John Paul too, he could be a little man. You know how popes are, man. They, you know how priests and bishops, and now you know how they talk. Bishops and cardinals and popes, they all talk this woo, man. They, you know, they write the same way they talk. So you really, it's kind of hard to understand and follow along. Um, but if you find the right person that can help you understand it, this stuff is very important. Okay. Um, so these are fuels, many details you as a holy lover should understand. And look, man, I'm not the stuff I'm talking about, man. I'm not talking about you trying to be a regular guy. Okay. This is, you know, you already been doing regular guy stuff. You have been making love like a regular guy. Everybody, because every man thinks they make love is great. They think they're good, whatever. Most of us, you know, we think that we're, we're good because, you know, well, nobody tells us we're bad, so we think we're good. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to get you to get a mindset of you don't want to be the intimate. You don't want to be perform intimacy like a regular normal man. You want to perform intimacy like a holy lover, like a man that's trying to be great. Like you're trying to be world class. I, that's the only really word for it. People might think that's um, some people might think that's arrogant. I don't think that's arrogant if, if you can accomplish it. And you can. You can. But you have to have the right mindset. Okay. So I'm not trying to teach you how to be regular or good. I'm trying to have, teach you how to be great. Okay. And, and 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 a lot of things that I talk about, it's overwhelming, right? This is a lot of stuff. That's why, well. You got to come in the program so I can teach you how to do this in order to, to get what you need done. Um, but it, it, I know I know this is a lot of stuff. But, man, it, first of all, you've got to change your mindset first. Your mindset is the most important thing. That's why you heard me say, forget everything you learned about sex for the next two weeks or three weeks or whatever. We're going to go over this. Forget about it. Forget about everything you learned because that stuff is is of Satan and it gets in your way. It, it, it might not be of Satan. But it, it, some of it, a lot of stuff, but it's, it's normal, regular stuff that everybody thinks they know. And that stuff is not going to get you anywhere. What we're trying to do is get your beloved wife to realize that you are the man of her dreams, that she wants to be near you all the time. She would never, ever think about leaving you because no other man could be the man that you are for her. See that that mindset? And women want to feel that way about their husbands. So in order to feel that, in order for her to feel that way, you've got to become adept at the intimacy inside the bedroom and outside the bedroom. Okay. So now, uh, intimate conversation is is important to have. The insightful, this insight is powerful and a must. Or you will blame her for things such as rejection or not being in the mood, and this isn't the case. A lot of times, man, if you if you and your wife just have a conversation. Another thing guys don't want to do, and, and women too, women are worse at it. You know, if something's bothering me, like, especially if something is as important as intimacy, you should immediately talk about it. Do not sit around and let stuff fester. Let resentment build up, build up, and then all of a sudden your wife does something and you just explode on her. Well, of course, you know, that ain't going to work. <laughs> you know, that, you know, that's going to cause problems. This is why. You try your best as a husband to always remain in control. So how do you remain in control? As Christ did. You you nip things in the bud. If something is not right, this we'll, we'll talk about sex, so let's talk about sex. If something is not right, if your wife turns you down and you don't believe that she really is sick or really has a headache or whatever it's been going on for a week or something or two weeks and you're like, man, something ain't right, tell her. Sit down when you're not mad. And and you're willing to listen to what she has to say, and she's willing to accept to what you're trying to say, and 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 talk about it. You'll be surprised what your wife will tell you if she really thinks you want to listen. But it amazes me how people don't talk about, you know, like I listen. You can't be my friend if all we talk about is surface stuff all the time. If all we talk about is, oh, how's the day? How's your day? Oh, the football, you know, the Pacers was good. The Colts and the, and the you know, and, oh, yeah, that was great. I had a good day at work. No, nah, man, let's talk about some stuff. 
Let's be friends, right? Let's talk about abortion and the faith. Let's talk about the church. Let's talk about, you know, uh, whatever we you know, whatever we talk about hunting and fishing and really get into deep and stuff. You know, let's really get in and be friends. If all we talk about, we come together. If everybody's scared to go deep in the conversation about something, what are you friends for? What are you married for? Okay. Next. Um, so this things need to proceed a little different when we when we um uh, in gift 22 about our month, her monthly cycle. And the main thing about the monthly cycle is man, it's your responsibility as a man. That's really the main thing about the monthly cycle and understanding when your wife is in menopause, what it does to her, how it makes her feel, her hormones, and things like that. The monthly cycle, her period's the same way. You know, you 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 take responsibility. You say you want to make love more, right? You want to make love more. You got to earn it. You got to get information. You got to you got to get knowledge. You got to understand what this is about. So that your wife feels you care about her. That you're not just trying to use her. Women are real quick to think we're trying to use them. They are why? Because every other man before you came along used her, right? They did. So get over it, dude. You got to understand what your wife is going through when she thinks about sex. She's disordered when it comes to sex. So are you. Get over it. That's why you got to learn what real sex is about and how it's supposed to be done and all of that stuff and what God expects and all that. And your sex life will become great. It really will. But most people have terrible, bad sex lives. Everybody thinks because, well, we made love for 5 or 10, 15, 20 minutes. We was all right. That was good. No, it wasn't. You did, in 20 minutes, you can't even get into each other in 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You can't even get into each other. You can't even really explore each other in 30 minutes. Right? You, you, this is what I'm saying, man. The, the longer we progress in the sexual act, the more you learn about the mysteries of your wife, the more she learns about you. And this is how you become close. And then you become close with God. You and her love each other so much that your love spreads through to God and through him and then your children, you'll see, okay? So, gift 23. A holy lover does not whine or pout when his beloved is unable to make love. Woo, that's a tough one, ain't it? I just talked about resentment, didn't I? <laughs> I just talked about resentment and now I'm talking about, you mean I can't pout about it, Jerry? I can't, I can't pout? You know, I can't whine about it? I can't come to you and whine about it. <laughs> No, yes, you come to me in the group. You come to me in the group, in the man's group, and we can wind about it with me. But you can't wind about it to your wife, right? Because then she's going to think you're selfish, right? You know how it works, man. You've been there. You've been there, okay? So, again, gift 23, a whole lover does not whine or pout when his beloved is unable to make love. Why? Because in many cases, the problem originates from something you did or didn't do. Is she sick? Is she on her monthly cycle? Does she hurt physically? Have you been making love to her outside the bedroom? Have you been engaging in meaningful communication? Does she feel close to you? See, that's we can't get mad at her when we ain't doing our stuff. We ain't on top of our game, right? You can't get mad at your wife if she's not making love to you the amount of times you want if your game ain't together. Because women know they have a gift. And they know that they're giving, when they make love, it's not just making love, it's not just sex to them. And so if they decide they want to give it to you, that's why you got to realize, especially when your wife approaches you. And in my program, you learn how to get your wife to approach you to make love, not you approaching her all the time, right? That is like a man's dream, right? Oh my gosh, she comes and makes, wants to make love to me. I ain't even doing nothing. What do I do? How do I do that? Jerry? I'll be in your program tomorrow. How do I do that one? <laughs> so, look, man, I know I'm having fun with y'all, man, but this is a fun subject, man. We got to be light and have a great time. This is fun. This is this is what you we all want to know about this, you know. But sex, just like anything else great in your life, it must be a sacrifice. You must sacrifice to get what you want, right? So, again, you got to be on top of your game. If you ain't on top of your game, you know, how do you expect your wife to want to be desire you and want to be with you all the time? Sure, even when your wife is young, say you got an 18, 19, 20-year-old wife, it's the same thing. They'll go crazy on you for a while, but what happens, what happens when the marriage comp, the honeymoon period comes down is over? See, then that's when you know how a really a good lover that you really are. 
That's how you know how great level you really are. And when the honeymoon period's over, you've been married for five years, 10 years, 20, 30, 40 years, 50 years, whatever. And that's when you know how great a lover you are. Does my wife approach me for sex? Do we have sex at least at the minimum once or twice a week? You know, she's having a good time. Am I having a good time? You know, are we intimate? You know, dude. Huh? So next, during such an occasion, it's prime time to realize your duty when it comes to chastity and marriage. The solution. So another thing, I'm going to say the gift again because I kind of got out. I didn't get off track, but sometimes we forget where we're going. So a holy lover does not, gift 23, a holy lover does not whine or pout when his beloved is unable to make love, right? So during this, during such an occasion, right, where your wife is unable to make love, it's prime time to realize your duty when it comes to, to chastity and marriage. The solution, change your mindset to romance and building closeness. If see, it's important that your mindset, man, is what is what's the bomb. Your mindset is gonna keep you in this game. So if you if you do exact opposite what I say, instead of instead of what? Instead of building romance outside the bedroom, instead of building romance and building that closeness up, you're gonna get mad. You're gonna get resentful. You know, you're gonna you're gonna put off the wrong vibes and she ain't gonna wanna make love to you. Why? Because she's gonna think you're selfish, right? So these are grand times, grand times to, to engage in holding, touching, kissing, and caressing. Do more favors for each other. Engage in deeper conversation. Why? Because the holy caress doesn't start in the bedroom. Making one flesh love starts outside the bedroom. So when you are unable to have sex, it is an opportunity for you to focus more on serving. Okay? That, boom. That's it, baby. That's it. Gift 24. A holy lover understands it takes three to make love. You, your beloved, and God, the divine lover. Bam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't know about that one, did you? Didn't know about that one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. This, this stuff about keeping God in our bedroom, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. How do you expect you and your wife, how do you expect to keep peace in your home and, and keep you know, and keep God in every facet of your life when, okay, he's in my life, but when it comes to the bedroom, he ain't in it now. No, man, you can't do that. Risk, look, grace, every, everything that I, I, I try to help you guys with, it, it, you, it requires grace from God. Everything. Even that job you got required grace from God for you to even be able to walk in the door to get the darn job. For you to even breathe, for you to even take your next breath, you need grace from God. You need his essence, his power, his one, his, his, his first mover energy to come through to your body to create the electricity in your body to get you to breathe and your heart to beat. We do nothing on our own without God. We don't. So how do we think that we're going to make love to our wife and everything's going to be great and we don't have God in the bedroom? We don't even say a prayer or nothing. We don't do nothing. Yeah. Nah, man. The principles I pointed out to you in this, in this so far, without grace given to you by God, these tasks are tough. Completing them won't be easy. Not to mention being able to finish and grasp all of them while incorporating each into your holy union. Okay, you must put God in your room, in your life, in your intimacy. He wants great intimacy for you. He does. The church teaches it. This is not just me talking. The church teaches this. Okay, we've got to understand that the church, there's nothing that the Catholic Church does not does not talk about or understand and have a solution for. Nothing. Okay. So it's important that you understand, even the church understand God under Himself wants you to have an intimate, loving, caring, um fulfilling. A sexual experience with your wife every time. Okay. All right. Next. Gift 25. Uh, two more. Gift 25. A holy lover must recognize he is duty bound to give his beloved the gift of at least one sexual peak during the holy caress. Now, this one is a minimum. Okay, you can't be going around making love to your wife, and every time you guys make love, your wife only experiences one sexual peak. Okay, that's a door to nowhere. It's a door to nowhere. 
The reason why, the reason why is because your wife is an emotional person. Why? To bond with the children. This is how God made her. So the more sexual peak she has, the more of her total self that you get from her. You start to strip away all of her, um, all of her, uh, her, uh, all of her meanness, her nagging. You you start to all her upset, all her past pains in her life. And once you understand that, you understand that sex is so. That's why sex is the second most important thing in marriage, because it, it encompasses so much that your wife desires and what she needs and not really what she desires. It's what she needs. And a lot of times, most women don't even know what I'm talking about. It kills me how women come try and tell me. I had a wife try to tell me one time. Well, you, well, you don't, you know, try to tell me about sex. Cause honestly, I know more than 99% of the women about their bodies than they do. I'm telling you, I do. I'm not bragging. I just do. Well, this is my job. It's what I do. And they don't even know, most women don't even know what it takes to even fulfill themselves. They don't. They don't know how to emotionally fulfill themselves. They don't know how to spiritually fulfill themselves. They don't know how to sexually fulfill themselves because they're emotional and they 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 all over the place. Right? So that's why you as her husband, it's up to you to learn and get the knowledge so that you can give what you know that your wife needs. Okay? So notice, I didn't say, so again, I didn't say if you want to, I said you are duty bound to give your wife at least one sexual peak when you make love. Why? Because your beloved is a human person. She's your helpmate, your battle partner. She isn't a robot or inanimate object. She feels pain, has emotions and intellect. You must guard against treating her as an object only for your pleasure. Secondly, according to the Catholic Church, St. Pope John Paul II backs up this statement as a husband you must make sure your beloved experiences at least a single climax when you make love. And guess who's the only one who can show her this kind of love? Yes, it's you. This is why you as a man are so important. Your masculinity is a gift. Man, I just wish every man could just like take take a suction, take a take a, take a plunger and plunge my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and then take the plunger and put it on their head and plunge it stuff in there <laughs> so that you can understand and you could see in one swoop what I'm saying will get you everything, will get you the marriage that you crave, the marriage your wife craves. Okay. I really wish I could do that, you know. Um, so next, the last one for today, gift 26. A holy lover understands his wife's phases leading up to complete sexual fulfillment. Do not get it twisted. Your wife is not like you. Again, men, we could be ready in a snap of a finger. All right, we're going to have sex, baby. Okay, woo, I'm ready. Women ain't like that, as we all know. Okay? They're not like that. They they require, they have a, it's, it's a path. It's a journey for them leading up to complete and total sexual fulfillment as a woman, sexually, sexually and totally completely fulfilled as a woman. It all is a, a, a phase. They have phases that they go up to. Okay. Now, I will admit this one is complicated. It's complicated. And it took me a long time to figure this one out. But I did. So in my program, I teach every guy the sexual phases. The reason why is because once you understand your wife's sexual fulfillment, she will become happy. You will see her sacred self. She will love you. She will serve you. And she will be the woman that you need. But you've got to become the man she needs first. That's what most guys forget. It's important that you sacrifice and serve and lead first. Then your wife will back you up and give you more than you gave her. Okay. I will need, um, so, but the short version is during lovemaking, your beloved experiences phases. Each phase builds up itself for her total sexual fulfillment. As you would learn, well, I shouldn't say that. If 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 you were to work together, let's say you came with me, you know, uh, the, the depth, there are six phases to your beloved's total and complete fulfillment psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually. Um, and these phases, 
uh, you must remain in control through each phase, right? You must remain in control for each phase. Well, I said you cannot lose control, okay? You cannot lose your cool in any of these phases, or we all know the sex session is over, and we cannot allow that. This gift is also complicated in that total sexual fulfillment isn't something you can accomplish in one session. Her complete fulfillment would take at least one year, more likely two or three years. Why? Because of your wife, of what? Because of what's called her inhibitions, her transference from her old self to her new self. I know it's complicated, but dude, the thing about it is, is it is your job as a husband, as a holy lover, as a man of God to learn about your wife, learn how her body works. Stop, put, get our heads out of the sand. You said you love her. You said she's the most important person in your life. Then man, get on your job. Get on your job. Learn your wife, everything about her. She will love you for it. She would actually know that you stop putting your job and I got to go to work and I got to go do this. I got to go do that. All these excuses. I get tired of men's excuses. Jerry, I can't do this because of that. I can't do this because of that. Well, I had to do this today, so I couldn't do that. You know, we always got excuses about always putting our marriage second or third or fourth or fifth. You know, we never put our marriage first. We never put it first. This is why we have problems. Okay. So that is that right there is the first six. I hope you guys got some out of that. You know, tomorrow we're going to cover the next six, I mean, the next seven, and it's going to be a good and great day. Thank you guys for hanging out. I will be right back after the break. Bam. Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. And so um, I want you to know that, look, most men that come to me have one or most of the time all three of these problems of all three categories. So the first category is prayer warfare, right? The second category is the art of manliness, how to be a man, what that means, what's your mission. And then the third problem is the third area of making love mastery. Every guy has at least one of these. Most guys have all three. And the problem is it's hard to succeed in our marriages when we got these handicaps, man. It's hard. And I'm telling you, it was no, nobody had nobody taught me, man. I had to figure this out on my own. I had to research. I had to get into the church. I had to get into prayer. I had to get in, get the Holy Spirit to talk to me and, and really help guide me on a lot of these things, man. And then I put them into practice. And guess what? Stuff works. You know, um, but the 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 problem, the 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 barrier between me and the Holy Spirit and the men that that uh and most men is they have this barrier that they put in between them and God and me as their coach. And what is that? Their ego. The ego is the problem, man. The ego is of Satan, and it's hard to get rid of that. I know it. That's why, you know, I have to bang, 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 bang. I have to keep teaching the same stuff and keep running through their head, running through their head so they finally get it. 
Okay. So with that being said, thank you guys for showing up today. I will see you tomorrow where we will cover uh gifts uh twenty was it twenty seven through thirty three. And we will finish this category out of the introduction to the Make and Love Mastery category. Again, thank you guys for hanging out. And as we always do, we conclude with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go out there, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast. Pray and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.